This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Pasha Shemais Tavshin Ayin Tes. And here we see in this Pasha how the Yidin, the Mitzrayim, the last of the Shvatim die, and now they're subjugated and become slaves. Later on, we see how the Torah writes how Hashem comes to Mesha and tells Mesha, I want you to go and take the Jews out of Mitzrayim. Amazingly, Mesha refuses. Moshe starts to argue with Hashem. I can't go. Me and who am I to go? Why does he still deserve an ace? And Hashem responds to him to his excuses. Moshe comes up with another excuse. They won't believe me. They won't listen to my voice. Hashem tells them that they will. I can't speak properly. I'm not the right person. And Moshe comes up with excuse after excuse. And finally, he says, Shlach no shlach. Send with the one you normally send, and that is Aaron. And Rashi explains what's going on over here. Rashi tells us that Moshe was arguing with Hashem for seven days, coming up with different excuses. And then Rashi says, why was this whole argument happening? All this was happening because of the last reason. How could you send me when my brother Aaron is older than me? My brother Aaron is the, is the Navi. My brother Aaron has always been the leader of Klai Yisrael. How could you send me my brother is going to feel bad? And then Apostle responds, Hashem responds and tells him, Your brother Aaron is coming to greet you and he's happy. Not just on his face, but he's happy in his heart. He's really genuinely happy for you. Once Moshe hears that, Moshe is ready to go. In fact, Hashem tells him, the people who wanted to kill you are dead. Moshe himself never brought up that as a reason. Because Moshe's primary concern was, how could I go and do this to my brother Aaron? But it still begs the question, how could Moshe argue with Hashem about this? He realized if Hashem is telling him to go, that must be the right thing to do. Okay, he had concern about his brother. But Hashem is telling you to go. Where did Moshe get this from? Moshe knew that it can't be such a good ending. In fact, Moshe lost to Kahuna because of this. And he became a Levi. And Aaron took over the Kahuna. And yet for Moshe it was worth it. Where did Moshe get this from? I think we can say where Moshe got this from. Something that we learned a few weeks ago. When the brothers came down to Mitzrayim, Yasef did not reveal himself right away. And we understand because he wanted his dreams to be fulfilled, and he waited for Binyam to come down to bow down to him. But once that happened, why did Yosef keep up the charade of accusing the brothers and of him not revealing himself? And the Sassamas and many others explain that Yosef knew that the Yidna are going to be Mitzrayim, the Jews are going to be Mitzrayim, and it's going to be painful. And part of the reason that they're there is to atone for Mechiris Yasef, for the Shvatim selling Yasef. Yasef also knew that the longer he can get the brothers to do tshuva, to feel bad for what they did, the shorter will be the stay of Klai Yisrael and Mitzrayim. And that's why even after his dream was fulfilled and they bowed down to him, Yasef did not reveal himself, because he knew that every moment that they are standing in front of him, worried and nervous, 
will be moments less that Bnei Yisrael will be in Mitzrayim, being tortured in Mitzrayim. Yaisi would have kept us going for a while. Problem is, he couldn't hold himself back anymore. He couldn't hold himself back anymore. As the Pasuk tells us, in Vayigash, Yaisi was apek. He couldn't hold himself back anymore. As much as he wanted, he couldn't hold himself back anymore. He felt he had no choice but to reveal himself. So he's about to reveal himself, but what does he do? That's right. Even though, that's exactly the point. What did he do, says the Pasuk? He couldn't hold himself back. He waited a moment, and he sent everyone out of the room. Why did he send all his servants out of the room? Why did he take the chance to be alone with the brothers? He didn't want the brothers to be ashamed. He didn't want the brothers to be embarrassed for people to hear that they sold Yosef. Isn't this amazing? Yosef knew that every moment he has the brothers nervous about what's going to happen, apprehensive, there's going to be moments less of Christ in the triumph. And therefore Yosef was trying to hold it together and to do this to his brothers for the benefit of Christ. But it reached a point he couldn't hold himself back anymore. He's about to reveal himself, and he says, oh, I can't right now. I have to first send everyone out so the brothers shouldn't be embarrassed. Isn't this amazing? Yesim on one hand had all of Kleistral being subjugated and slaves. On the other hand, he had the embarrassment of his brothers. And Yesim knew that I have to go and be careful with the honor of my brothers. And I can't go and think of somebody else. Because right now I have to worry about my brothers. How are they going to feel? What's going to happen later? I tried my best, but I have to worry about my brothers. I cannot embarrass my brothers. And that's the lesson that Moshe Rabbeinu learned. Moshe Rabbeinu realized that for every moment he was arguing with Hashem, is another moment that Kleist was going to be in Mitzrayim. And Moshe still made the calculation and said, it's still worth it for me not to go, so I should not usurp my brother Aaron. My brother Aaron is older than me, my brother Aaron is the Navi. My brother Aaron is the leader in Klai Yisrael. How could I go and do it? Only once Hashem tells him, the son of Belibah, that Aaron is happy for you in his heart, was Aaron, was Moshe ready to go. What an amazing lesson we see. Our introduction to Klai Yisrael becoming a nation, coming out of Mitzrayim, but it can't be on the cheshben of embarrassing somebody else. From Naftali Trump, who's Rosh Shiv and Yeshiv and Radin, was giving shir. And one of the Bachram asked a question. And Raftali is quiet for a moment and he ponders. And he looks at the Bachram and says, you know, that's a very good question. I'm not sure now if my shear is going to work out. But let me continue on. We'll think about your question a little later. And he continued giving on the shear. On his way home, he's walking with a few of the Bachram. And one of the Bachram said, Rebbe, I don't understand. You can answer the question as follows. And he gave him a simple answer. And Rav Naftali looks at him and said, you're 100% right, it's a great answer. I also knew that answer. So the Bachar looks at him and said, so, so why didn't the Rebbe say it? Why did the Rebbe say like the whole shir now? It, it, it may not work. And the Rebbe looks at him, and says, I want to teach you a very important thing. You have to be careful with whatever you do, with whatever you say. Do you notice who asked that question? Yep, yeah, it's just in this Bachar. He says, that Bachar never asks any questions in shir. He sits there, he's quiet, he never asks any questions. And as soon as he asks a question, 
I realized something must be going on. I looked around the room. I saw in the back by the doorway there was a man standing there. I realized right away that this bachur must be in Shaduchim. And the fellow there must be coming to check up on this bachur who's going out with his daughter. And the bachur knew that and therefore the bachur wanted to show that he's active in the shir. So he asked a question. I played the part too. And I picked up his question and I played up his question. So that's what his prospective father-in-law should see. Even though I may not have looked so good that I got stumped by such an easy question, but I was concerned about the covet for that bachur. And indeed, the next week, that bachur got engaged. What an amazing lesson again we see. How important it is to be concerned that we don't hurt the feelings of anybody. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.